Welcome to the 11th day of Christmas and here we are, oh my goodness, now on the 4th of January 2022. Welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast station and I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas season, I really do. I am so pleased to be able to share this with you today. Um, We have got liturgical promises, scriptural promises, and a specific message that will come through today. Now, I tell you that, you know, I just totally surrender so I'm not going to plan anything in advance or ahead of time with regards to this one it's just going to come through so I'm thinking yes the message will be really great and then I'm like oh my goodness and I'm brought to this for he knew that the chief priests had delivered him for envy Mm. This is talking about that point where Jesus Christ, way before all, obviously all the, I mean, he had millions of, well, you know, when I say that, it means like lots, lots of victories and the victory overall Jesus Christ has. We know that it is done, it's settled, it's finished. But when we look back at this line um, in St. Mark, it's really going back to the time where he was in front of Pontius Pilate. Jesus Christ and Pontius Pilate, the judge at the time. And the people, the chief priests, the Pharisees, had delivered Jesus up to be judged, even though he had not done anything wrong. But they were so focused off their own lives and in sin and obsessed with Jesus because of all the good that Jesus was doing. And, of course, that would be showing up all those who were evil, who were bad, who were not of good intent, who weren't doing things for the right reasons. And it would be showing them to be coming up short. Now, we know that this always makes it very clear, those that are coming up short. Because rather than do something themselves to change their trajectory and to make their life appropriate, right, rightful, respectful, honourable and doing the right thing, they start to obsess and focus on that person who is doing that, that's showing them up short just by simply being. I mean, he's not going out his way to grab each one of them by name and say you're doing this wrong or you're doing that wrong. He's simply doing good. And this is a crazy thing about it. And we get to see this time and time again when there are people not doing the right thing, they obsess over one person and try to pick them apart, even although they're the ones doing the right. I've had it myself. I've had people, as you've heard, that are absolutely obsessed with me, still obsessing over me, and I do not know anything really about their lives. But they will quickly try to pin things on me that they shouldn't have any knowledge about at all because I haven't, spoken to them as a friend, they've got no good intent, so therefore obviously they wouldn't be welcome here or um, in my actual life, but yet 
they try to make out that they kind of know details about my life. So again, that negative obsession, clearly really bad people. Well, I pray punishment over them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and anyone who's doing this to you, people of good intent. We pray punishment over them and we give thanks that they are punished in the mighty name of Jesus Christ because it's through that that they would be brought um, to the cross and they will be brought to a place where they can have that uh, choice to turn their life around and do the right thing for once. Now for you and me here with good intent, we pray blessings over us and give thanks for all the blessings that we have got here in this victory of Christ. Thanks be to God. Well, thank you. And I just pray, as I say, all you coming here of good intent, that powerful prayer there of protection over you and um, just, well, let us celebrate in the victory. So here we go. We're going to move on from this. Um, how did I celebrate the victory? Well, I actually fasted. Um, as I had said, I told some people on here, I fasted during the 31st into the 1st and I didn't tell anyone round about me. <clears throat> I just did it at the time without talking about it. It was great. I did my dip on the 1st, got my head under the water. It wasn't just a case of me dipping. That was some of the um the visuals that you'll see are just like the very snippets at the beginning of me kind of taking a dip. You didn't get to see what it was like out of the pier perhaps unless there's extra footage from somewhere else that's obsessed or that's, that's um, documenting over and above all of that. But um, the waves were actually coming over the pier to the point where it was just like my phone, it didn't completely stop, it's just like I couldn't get the screen to swipe up and it was saying it wasn't using the network, that kind of thing, because the, the waves had come right over the pier kind of thing. So yeah, it was pretty amazing like walking all the way there because it's a kind of, can be a bit of a stony ground, but it just felt like it was so cold that my feet didn't really feel too much of anything below. So I just prayed for protection over my feet as well that, you know, they wouldn't get scratched or like caught by any stones or anything on the ground as I was walking along there barefooted as well with all the kind of uh, the waves coming up over the sides of the pier and all the way up to lighthouse the lighthouse area got um absolutely um yeah poured on with the waves as well and i can't really say like what it actually like what it's like to be like on the end of the pier i mean that's up quite fairly high with regards to the lighthouse it's it's not a huge lighthouse but it is um higher up obviously and of course still having those waves coming right up over it and out there on my own well I'm never really on my own I'm with God and it's God that gives me the strength and the boldness to do these different things that many people cannot do they need someone to hold their hands. They need someone to be there like another physical person. And that's a sign of not really trusting in God when you can't be there as a physical person on your own. Life is really vitally important to get it right, to understand the importance of community, but first and foremost, to trust in God on your own 
doesn't mean we're independent islands, but that there's aspects of your life that you can physically go somewhere and do something on your own. And I know I had people like Jess and Camouflage, no doubt, from like military and stuff like that, round about like at a distance as well. So, um, obviously, you know, we're never completely on our own, but there's some things we've got to kind of like, without getting all the details and knowing, right, that person's there, that person's there, and, and you're going to be kind of like nearby, holding my hand or watching or waving at me. No, you need to be able to get to that point. Look what Christ went through on his own. He stood up on trial in front of Pontius Pilate and all the people and was made to be to um, be set apart, to stand out on his own. He went through all that. Now, if he can go through all that on his own, go to his death on his own, resurrect and ascend on his own and then give us the gift of his Holy Spirit, everything that you went through, I think that it's the least that we can do are some things where we are physically set apart on our own and we can rely on Christ, Holy Spirit, to get us through to the next point of what we need to do. We need to be able to fall on God like that. We need to be able to trust God like that in that set-apart way to truly understand God and to have any form of a realistic, um, worthy enough vision of what it is we're supposed to be doing in life. Otherwise, you're just being tossed around You've been moved around by the community and by a sea of social ideas that aren't really high enough or real enough. They're there for, um, in accordance with the divine will for what you really need to be doing in your life. So yes, I have. I've um, been used to doing that many times. Um, I suppose... Yeah, I mean, going out on the estate in the middle of the night um, for my, like, running, training, things like that. Going completely on my own, been out in the middle of the estate, not entirely on my own, but in my wee house <laughs> on my own over there. And quite interestingly, like, most of the time I would literally, without even, like, realising or thinking about it, I'd you know, I'd have my door open and everything all day, all night. Wouldn't even give it a second thought. It was just totally at one with God and the estate itself. So, yeah, I mean, there are times I've walked all the way back along, like from a point on my own in the middle of the night in the moonlight through that um, beautiful winding country, long country walk and all the way through the estate right back home which is even as I say a good two miles from the gate just to the house um, which is kind of wild. I used to love like talking about that like two miles from the gate to home. Now that is a driveway. That is awesome. Um, But yeah these are the kind of situations. These are just one of the many situations I've done and I've completed Um, But I know that there's always God and God's angels and, of course, round about our connections as well with everyone. And I give thanks for the kingdom people that are involved in these things. 